The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. Now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. Welcome back, Health Heroes. This is Tim James with another episode of the Health Heroes Show. Got a very exciting guest, another transformational story of healing. Today's guest is Carolee Schloth. Um, she was actually introduced to me from a mutual friend, Karen Barr, who was actually my first nurse when I went to the Hippocrates Health Institute. And I know you guys actually met through a breathwork shop. Is that true, Carolee? Yep, Karen and I were both uh, learning transformational breath together and became facilitators at the same time. So that was uh, a lot of fun. Awesome. Share our work together. Awesome. And we'll get into more of that breath work because it's really changed my life and it sounds like it was a big deal for you. So what I would, um, first off, just thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to get your story out. I love finding these little like golden jewels of, um, they're just like manna or nectar from the heavens to inspire other people to take control of their life and have responsibility for life. And then it gives other people permission to heal themselves as well. So they don't have to, you know, just go into a medical system that's not working in a lot of cases. Um, it's great for crisis management, but it's just really not that good for long-term healing and happiness. So thank you so much for being on today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to share. I know. I know. It's going to be so much fun. So let's just jump into this. Okay. You, um, before breast cancer, what was your, what was your lifestyle like? What were you doing? What was your life like? So before cancer, I was still on a healing path, and I believe that intention sets my reality, and my intention was freedom. So a lot of things were happening in my life that were falling away so that I could have freedom. So I was leaving the work that I was doing. I moved. I sold my big house and moved to a smaller house, but in the mountains, mm -hmm. and I got freedom. So then I had a hiatal hernia, and I would have heartburn off and on, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to have health now. I'm going to have health. So I set the intention every day of I am divine health in January of 2018. And then in July, I was taking my bathing suit off at the beach and I saw my breast indented. And I went, oh, whoa. And part of me knew that it had to, it had to go that way to get the healing. Like sometimes things come in because it's going to be a big transformation. So I got the diagnosis in August and it was definitely a lot of cancer in that left breast, a lot where the doctor referral to a surgeon that could take the breast and I was I was sitting there being the witness thinking I'm not taking my breast off and I'd already seen the move and thrive and I knew that there was a whole other way to heal this out there so I left there and went home and really got connected to my guy about what I needed to do I was already V, so I knew, you know, I'm, you know, you know how it goes. You would have cake or bread or things. 
really weren't helping my system. So I would say that I was a lot acidic before the diagnosis. Yeah. And so then after getting the diagnosis, I changed, really cleaned my diet up to make it um, alkaline, really began juicing, really getting lots of greens in. It was really plant-based primarily. Um, and then herbs, herbs became like my chemotherapy. And so physically it was herbs and pure water, you know, really clean water, clean teas that I would make myself from organic pure herbs. And then um, I took this um, herb called Two Feathers, which is 24 herbs that the American Indians made. And it cures lots of um, issues such as cancer. And I know that that's a big piece of it also. So on that physical level, that was mainly what I did with that. But then my, my guidance was like, you have to heal this emotionally, you have to heal this mentally, and you have to heal this spiritually. It's all interrelated. So yeah. then I just went down that road exploring each of those areas till I got my answers. So it seems like you, you were like, you know, really hard charging, successful type business person. And you realized before even the breast cancer that you needed a change, right? Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Yeah. So you just kind of wanted to sell everything and kind of restart your life. So you were already kind of in transition trying to like, you know, find yourself in a way, you know, Yeah. or, mm -hmm. you know, or maybe manifest happiness. You're probably looking for happiness. Is that correct? Yeah. That energy of freedom where you can do what you want when you want and not feel constrained to be in a system doing what you really don't want to do. You know, when you have a large home, you have lots of bills because, you know, the electric cost of fortune. Like, if you don't realize how you lock yourself into not being free. And that was my big goal. And so then the health is in there because, you know, when your body's healthy and energetic, you have more freedom because you feel good. So you can do all kinds of things. And you can hear your guidance clearer when you have all this yuck out of your body. Yeah, it's actually, I'm feeling like some tingles right now because I'm, I'm actually reading um, The Power of Now uh, by Eckhart Tolle. And actually yes. what, I, what I read yesterday, um, I know it's right here somewhere. And I, I want to get back to your story, but this is like freaking me out because it says um, your physical energy is also subject to cycles. It cannot always be at its peak. There will be times of low as times of well as high energy. Um, there's times when you're highly active and creative, but there also be times when everything seems stagnant, when things are not just getting anywhere. You're achieving, you're not achieving anything. And let me turn that off. Um, so that doesn't happen again. And, um, somebody's trying to Skype me. So I hope he doesn't try me back. Um, so sorry about that guys. Um, so large cycles and small cycles and large ones may go through this. So the compulsion to do and the tendency to derive your sense of self-worth and identity from external factors such as achievement, like the big house like you were talking about, um, is an inevitable illusion as long as you're identified with the mind. It makes it harder and possible for you to accept the low cycles and allow them to be. Thus, this is the part I was getting to, the intelligence of the organism may take over and as a self-protective measure and create an illness in order to force you to stop so that the necessary regeneration can take place. That was the piece right there. And it sounds like that's what happened. Like you were, you were, you know, doing societies, you know, the big house and the expenses and all that stuff. It wasn't working for you. You're changing, but it wasn't enough. The illness comes in from the higher self and forced you to go deeper. Is that 
correct? Absolutely. And what I found was breast cancer is over the heart chakra, right? Mm -hmm. So it's all about love. And my cancer was on the left side, which is about receiving. And so I wasn't a good receiver. I was so busy being active, giving, running around, right? Yeah. I thought I I thought I was receiving, but not enough. You know, I meditated, but maybe just not enough. So the cancer made me completely stop. I stopped everything and only focused on me primarily and what I needed. And that was a big, huge shift. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you get diagnosed and you get cancer. And then you started doing all these juicing and therapies and stuff like that. Um, how long was it before you were healed? Three months in, I went and got an Amos test, which is a non-invasive test that'll, um, it's, they take your blood and it gives you um, your levels of cancer. And I came in right below it being cancer. I think I was 105 and anywhere from 100 to 130 means you might have cancer. So that first test that came back, I already conquered a ton of it because half of my breast was covered in cancer on the ultrasound. So that got me excited, and then I just kept going. And then my, I, every time I went to get the test, something happened, and it never happened. So it was about nine months later before I got another test. And then at that point, I was 85, which is below the number. And so it's just, it just keeps going down. Yeah. And how, how long has it been since uh, that first diagnosis? A year. A year? Or, no, two years. Two years. Two years. Two years. Yeah, well, you don't. You don't mess around, do you? <laughs> no, I was, I was getting this done because I wasn't having it. And I learned so much about cancer. You know, it's not what they think they tell us it is. And it's curable easy. It's not, we don't have to be scared. It's really the chemotherapy and radiation that gets you sick and makes the immune system worse is what I've been finding from all the reading I've done and so forth. So I just didn't go that route. I went to strengthening the immune system, strengthening my body, really connecting myself to earth and taking all that energy in and it all worked. Yeah, that's awesome. I think what I want to do is like, let's just take a quick break. And then when we get back, I kind of want to get into more of, um, maybe you could break down a little bit more of what, what, you, what you did to heal just okay. so people are clear on that. Because there is a tremendous amount of women out there with breast cancer today. Um, I, I, I've been in this practice for, I don't know, 10 years now since my own transformation and five and a half years coaching people. And, um, I always have somebody or multiple people, women in, in our program with breast cancer. I mean, it's just, it's rampant out there. So we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with Carolee Schloth on how she healed cancer the old fashioned way. And we'll be back real soon. <laughs> Okay, Health Heroes, Tim James here. We're back with Carolee Schloth. Um, she healed herself of breast cancer very quickly, actually. Um, you're blowing my mind here, lady. And uh, usually it takes people a couple, two, three years to get this thing knocked out. And you did it really fast. And now you're on this rocket path and already helping other people. Um, we're going to get into all this stuff, but you've got a radio show. You've got uh, retreats going, coaching, uh, all kinds of cool stuff. So we just kind of left off for those of you just tuning back in um, where I wanted you to go a little bit deeper on maybe what's your day look like? Like when you wake, like when you wake up, what's the first thing you put in your mouth and kind of the things you do during the day, movement, exercise and sleep and your bedtimes. Can you kind of walk us through what your lifestyle looks like? 
Right. When I wake up, the first thing I do is offer gratitude for everything because that's the name. It's a big key in this reality. So I'm grateful for everything. And I was grateful for the cancer the whole time I had it because it made so many amazing things happen. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm grateful. And then I set my intention for the day because this is a mental reality that we're in. And if you set an intention, your movement of the day moves toward that. So I'm always in divine health. And another one is divine success because that means you're achieving the things that you know your heart's desiring. And then whatever else I decide in that moment that I'm putting in my intention. And then I get up and I do my juicing. I still juice. I juice because it makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. If I stop juicing, I feel a little less um, energy-wise. It just feels really good, so I juice. And I was excited when I got introduced to your green powder juice because it was always difficult to travel and juice. And so I got your powder. I liked it. And what I liked about that, too, is if I had a morning that was different where I had to be somewhere or do something early, I could just make that powder. So thank you for that gift. That's it. You're thank welcome. You. That's actually how I actually, we originally started green, the green powder was because I just, I needed it for traveling. I was in the same boat as you. I was such a fanatic. I mean, for five and a half years, I bought the $600 juicer and I juiced and I actually grew huge trays of sprouts. I don't know if you're doing that sunflower sprouts and pea sprouts. Half of my juice by weight was sprouts based on the Hippocrates protocols in that clinic in Florida. And I'm, you know, I actually got tennis elbow from making juice so much. <laughs> so I had to start <laughs> rotating my arms. But um, yeah, that's how that greens got uh, made. And I have to say, I've, I don't know if I've been lazy, but nowadays I'll make a fresh juice in the morning. I still spike it with green 85, but in the afternoons, I don't even make fresh juice anymore. I just throw the greens in, shake it up and boom, out the door. So I'm glad, that's, glad it's working for you. It's worked for a lot of other folks. So yeah, I've been recommending it to people because it just makes it easier if you can't do the whole juicing process. Yeah, totally. Especially for people in the beginning or they're just not as committed to health at that point, or maybe they don't have their, you know, their back against a wall like you did having a breast cancer um, diagnosis, which yeah. a lot of people get scared and it looks like you just got excited and you got grateful. Um, and um, so anyway, so you juice and then keep going throughout the day. What else do you do? So I have a stationary bike. Um, so I ride that because I can I have a beautiful view looking out over the mountains. So I just get on that and look out over the mountains or I read while I'm on there. It just all depends. Mm -hmm. And I meditate in the morning. So I meditate about 30 minutes, just being still fully connecting to earth, connecting to the core of the universe, really running my energies the way they're supposed to run, really clearing my energy fields. You know, people don't realize that you have these energetic bodies and they get clogged up. So we, we, that's what I do. I get that all going. And then I breathe. I sometimes breathe in the morning. Sometimes I breathe in the afternoon. But I mostly breathe every day because that really gets your energy meridians open. And it clears out blocked emotions that are stuck in our body. It was, that was a big thing for me with the breath. It does, the breath helps all bodies, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. But for me, it was a really good tool for getting the things that were stuck in my heart out my brother had died when we were young i was raped when i was 15 by a stranger um there's a whole bunch of things that were in there that you know i had therapy and stuff i thought i got it all out but no uh, when i was doing that breath sobbing and tremendous weight came off of my chest so there was a lot of suppression stuck in there i still use right now just breathe so easy makes it so much easier 
And the other thing I do is I lay around a lot outside because they have that beautiful view and the sun really gives us good vitamin D. And I read and I do my clients online. So then I have clients in between. So I'm on the computer off and on depending upon what's going on during the day. And then while I was in the cancer, I made sure that every week I went to the hot springs and laid in those energy and I got acupuncture during that time too. So there was whatever came to me that I felt was necessary, I would go and do. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of... I, what's that? That it was all fun and nurturing. I would lay outside and I'd be laughing. I'd be like, you're laying in the sun connecting to earth that killed cancer. You're not losing your hair. You're not being exhausted and vomiting. You're just being. And that worked. Yeah, what a... What a magical place to be just outside plugging back into nature and a lot of you know some people listening might think like old tim that like this might be woo woo stuff but i mean this stuff is measurable like the earth i mean we talk about earthing and grounding over here in our program all the time like if i bring on a client any private client even my private group coaching clients the first thing that we have them do besides um you know our basic core four secrets and on our products is we haven't get a grounding mat to sleep on and I'm in contact with one right now with my bare feet at the desk and on my desk. I'm getting grounded right now. I'm always grounding that the earth has a natural frequency and it's measurable. You know, people don't understand, like you can do live blood cell microscopy. I don't know if you've seen this, but you can look at the blood and then go outside barefoot for two hours or lay down like you do for two hours, come back in, prick your finger again, look at the blood under the microscope again. And the blood is just racing through. So it increases blood flow, taking nutrients to working cells and pulling the inflammation out speed and, and building it's basically building up your immune system and it reduces inflammation and everybody today has inflammation in fact if you're not connected to the earth you have inflammation has that been your experience yeah and i have grounding sheets like you from earthing so that you can when you're sleeping have all that beautiful negative ion energy going through your body and healing you yeah it's really powerful and the mountain i live on is filled with white quartz crystal which is a healing um, crystal. So that was a gift that came along in this process too. Very nice. Free crystals. Yeah. <laughs> so things line up and help you when that was one of the things I learned about the whole thing. It's how you perceive it. I could have been scared and miserable and gave my power away to a system or I could take my power, not be afraid, know that it would work out and answers would come and they did. Yeah, they absolutely did. I'm really, um, I'm really liking the, our talk today. This is really cool. Um, I, I just keep interviewing guest after guest after guest um, and in conversations with people and more and more people today are opting for this route and, and getting really, really good results with it. And what I've noticed is that the people that are actually healing themselves of cancer are the ones that look at it like a blessing. And I remember when I first went to the Hippocrates Health Institute, um, some lady was like, cancer was the best thing that ever happened to me. And I looked at her, I mean, I just got to the instant. I looked at her, I was like, that lady's crazy. What is she thinking? Like cancer is the best thing that ever happened to her. I didn't get it then. Now I get it. You know, after going through the healing process myself, watching my friend heal himself, Charles of cancer, hearing more stories like yours, it's the people, it's all attitude. It's all attitude. And it's, it's belief that you're from like you say, a divine, uh, it's our divine nature. We're from earth. We're a part of earth. And all we really need to do is just kind of plug back in, clean our bodies up, plug back into all this natural energy 
and the body heals itself. But you gotta you gotta be committed, you know. You gotta pick your route. So I just really want to commend you. you do it. What's that? Be in that? You have to slow down to be in that energy. You know, you have to sit out there. You have to relax. You have to be connected. And a yeah. lot of people. Well, the other thing too, which is really interesting, is that um, you know the first part of your daily routine, it's not like, you know, drink water. It's not, you know, drink green juice, um, you know, exercise and that kind of stuff. The first thing that came out of your mouth was I offer gratitude. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my life. I'm grateful for the cancer. Do you thank the cancer every day? Um, not anymore, but I did before. Um, because now the cancer is gone. I just thank the whole healing journey because yeah. I'm not keeping that cancer anymore so i i the whole healing journey and everything that transpires and happens and it's it attracts so many people to me um that you know everyone's the teacher to each other so it's very cool to meet all people that are also healing and are in the process so yeah, yeah i am extremely grateful for the cancer so what did the cancer cancer teach you or reveal to you that you wouldn't have known without it you think well, the biggest thing was not being a good receiver. And I watched it. I didn't tell everybody I had cancer because I didn't want people wanting me to go to a doctor and, you know, do all that. But the people I did tell um, wanted to help me. And I told them they didn't have to do anything, that I had it under control. And when I was realizing that I wasn't a good receiver, I was like, whoa, you're not even letting people help you. You're not receiving at all. Mm. So I thought, all right, how can people help me that won't bug me? Like, I didn't want people sending me. <laughs> like like I'm all sick and stuff I didn't want that so I asked the people that wanted to help me to send me funny texts and memes and think things in the morning that would make me laugh and that was a really cool thing because I laughed every morning the funnest stuff came through and it kept me connected to people because then I'd be sending them back or sending them around that other people sent me and that was a lot of fun but I got a really powerful message internally when I was meditating and it said, if you can't receive on the physical level, then you can't receive on the high levels, like the spiritual level, like what your soul wants to give you. And I was like, wow. So then that made me really become a good receiver. And that's one of my intentions. I'm a really powerful receiver on all levels. Did you have trouble like with like Christmas presents before? No, I always like the Christmas present, but I, I would tell people, oh, you don't have to get me anything, you know, things like that. Just, and, and not really wanting help. I'll do it myself. I had that energy, like I can do a lot myself. Mm -hmm. So now I have more community to let everybody in. We're, we're a team. We can all help each other. It's not to be doing it all alone. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting too. I don't know if you can relate to this, but um, somebody I know very closely has a really hard time receiving. And around Christmas time, not wanting presents, birthday, don't make a big deal about me. You know, you hand them the present and they set it off the side, open yours first. It's always like this drudgery for them to receive. And, you know, you feel it. And um, what I learned was, is that it's not so much about, like, it's not about you. It's about allowing other people, giving them the, the gift. Like one of the best things is like when you volunteer, when you go do something good for somebody in your community or a friend or family member, not expecting anything in return that's the best feeling. That's one of the best feelings, yeah. right? And you're actually, when you're selfish and you don't allow other people to uh, um, help you, you're actually being selfish and you're robbing them of that joy. 
that they can experience. Yeah. That's not, that's not really cool. But then that. No, and balance. You know, you do want to receive. You don't want to be given, given, given. You want to receive. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. you said there about it's the other person too getting to experience that joy of giving. Yeah. Yeah. So don't be selfish out there. Those of you that might be listening, like used to be like me, just be like, allow to be people like me, to help be like me, just allow Yeah. People, and then the answer, people. I was in a breath class and my friend Rich turned to me and he said, yeah, when we do this, it's an act of self-love. And I went, oh, I love that. It's an act of self-love. That's receiving. I'm receiving mm -hmm. when I breathe. I'm receiving when I lay in earth. So it made me do the things that I would rush through or not do in my life, thinking other things were more important. So that was a big gift from the cancer. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So one thing so I will say is, I'm kind of getting a reverb here. Uh, one thing that I wanted to say was that um, that person um, that had a hard time receiving, um, I found out that there was some childhood stuff around that when, when they were 10 years old. Right. Where, you right. know, not, not being able to receive stuff. So by them uh, getting that up and out, now they're able to receive better. Right. So a lot of times there's stuff from our childhood that we, we might not even know what's going on. I, I don't know about you, but in my coaching program, I noticed that, um, you know, I always first thing, you know, people come to me for health, but the first thing I'm asking about is like, what was your relationship like with where you, with your brothers and your sisters, um, your mom, your dad. And then usually it's like, Oh yeah, mom, mom and me, we didn't get along or, you know, dad was an alcoholic or mom was a drug addict or, and then, then that stuff comes out. And then sometimes a lot of people just start crying. Grown men will start crying on the phone, bringing up their childhood. And what I've realized is that it's those emotions, like you were talking about, we bury them deep down inside so much. And then we use food as a dope to push them down. And then they never get a chance and they get down there and they fester and fester. And then eventually it's going to show up as cancer, heart disease, MS, Hashimoto's, fibromyalgia, colitis, Crohn's, headaches, you know, whatever it might, whatever your predisposition to a weakness is and the, the wheels fall off. Have you noticed that when you're coaching people that a lot of times it's, it's more emotional and spiritual than, you know, drinking purified water and green juice? It absolutely is. And that's what my whole practice is about. We look at all those levels, emotional, mental, spiritual. So spiritual means past lives. So if people don't believe in reincarnation or past life, that's okay. You throw it in a box mm -hmm. or maybe plan a See if that changes for you but I believe in it and in the work I do that that energy comes up a lot and it fosters the life that we have now from some older life so though it's all interconnected and when we can see it and feel it we can shift it and so that's what a lot of my work is feeling that energy inside our body so we can integrate it so we're pretty we're shattered is what I call it as human beings as we went into darkness which, which is what we've done on this planet we lose parts of ourselves because we don't want to feel them they're too painful and now as we're healing we're on a journey back what we'll call toward wholeness those parts come back so that's what the crying is you start crying and you're letting that part back in you start realizing those parts and depending on where you are you, you'll you'll heal the ones from inner child but you'll even start healing ones that aren't really from this life because we're we have a lot of energy that's inside us yeah and again, I know some people listening might, you know, I had a hard time because I grew up like in Eastern Oregon, you know, it was like, it's like 50, a small little town, bedroom community up in the mountains, like 11,000 people. And then I lived out in the country. So it was kind of about 50 years repressed from the rest of society. It was like growing up in the fifties. So it's a lot of closed mindedness. So when we're, when we're talking about stuff like 
um, spirit and, you know, past lives and stuff like that. I, I honestly, I don't, I don't understand the past life thing right now, but I'm open to it. Um, but what I can say is that um, you don't have to be, you know, thinking, you might think this stuff might be a little bit woo woo and that's okay. You'll get there eventually and be more open to it. And that's what I like about the, the aspect of health for me, because it took somebody who was so closed minded and by, you know, drinking the waters and the purified waters and the green juices twice a day and doing all these things, detoxing myself, that actually opened my channels up so that I could receive more spirit. I don't know. So um, I don't know, but do you help people just directly go right into the spiritual stuff or do you do kind of a combination with the health and the foods or how do you do it? So they'll come onto a call and we'll go right in. So what happens is we're energy. And so my energy connects with their energy and I've been doing this a long time. So I start to receive information from them. I'm not, I'm just receiving what they're, we'll call it their soul. The mm -hmm. inner spirit of them is telling them. It's a higher aspect of you, okay? And so they'll start talking about the physical aspects, the emotional aspects. I'll just start saying, what happened when you were five? And they'll just start crying. They'll say, my, my parents divorced. It just starts right there. Yeah. And so wherever we get guided to go, and sometimes it's very physical. I'll be seeing the um, parasites in their blood, and I'll say, your, your blood's filled with parasites. And then we'll give them things to do. And then it's up to them if they do it, you know? A lot of times there's meditations that are given to them to help them um, as well as, you know, what nutrients to take. Particularly your heavy metal detox um, powder pill has come up quite a few times in this past week, um, which is interesting. But, you know, a lot of people are loaded with heavy metals and then their immune systems are weak. And yeah. then the emotion that's stuck in them is now causing the disease. Yeah, a lot of heavy metals out there. We never know. What's yeah. that? I said, well, you never know where the session's going to go. It's what's important for that client at that time to help get the energy moving to help heal them. Yeah. Well, and for people listening today, I, I would just hope that, you know, just I think being open-minded is the most important thing and just be open to change. And then, you know, then you have to do your part. Like they come to you, you help them, you give them some direction, but then you have to you know, put the rubber to the road, you know, and then at that point it becomes simply physics. You know, what you put out is what you get back. I talk about this all the time. The universe doesn't care. It really doesn't care. It's going to reflect back to you whatever you put out. So if you like, you know, like me, I was overweight. I had all these health issues. I really wasn't happy in a relationship and all these things. It was, that was mine. I didn't realize that. I was like, oh no, it's, it's, I just ignored it or that's, you know, it's her problem, you know? And then I, I, I took, when I finally took responsibility, like it sounds like you did, that's when everything changed for me. And that sounds like when everything changed for you is when you took complete responsibility for every aspect of your life. Yes. Yes. And then it really became, it becomes magical. That's why I called it wild magical cancer. You start seeing the synchronicities mm -hmm. coming at, you know, from your intention and from everything that you're doing. And, and that's fun. It's yeah. Fun. Yeah, it's fun. Well, you just brought it up. So you have a book coming out in September called Wildly Magical Cancer, Healing Our Breast the Goddess Way. Can you tell us a little bit about that book you got coming out? That's exciting. Yeah, it talks about why we have breast cancer so prevalent on the planet, you know, mm -hmm. it's, and it has to do with that heart chakra and society and women. And then it goes into 
each body, how we can heal, how we can heal physically. But the overall thing, what goddess means is internal. God is external. Goddess is internal. It means listening to your inner guidance, listening to your body, you know, listening to what your soul's telling you and make those choices from there. Because if we do that, we're in our power and we won't give our power away to some kind of system that that isn't healing us, you know, that's costing us a fortune financially, we can find the natural things that are necessary for us. Um, and that's what the book's all about. So it's fun in that it guides you. You're not left hanging. You don't have to go through the whole internet. There's a whole slew of physical things you can pick from because we're all different. Some things might work for someone and maybe not someone else. And you'll get, you'll get a feeling. You're like, oh, yeah, I want that heavy metal detox thing. That sounds right for me. And you'll just know. Like right now, my hairs rise on my arm. That means it's, it's right. So mm -hmm. um, emotionally, there's a whole bunch of ways that you can tap into emotion. Breath is one of them, but there's other things called like the emotion code. So I describe these things for people and they'll just figure out which one could help them. And then mentally, it's all about those thoughts. You know, if, you, if you're scared, and you're believing that cancer is deadly and it's going to kill you, that's where we have to work to shift those thoughts because then that's what you're going to create. You're going to keep being in fear and the cancer is not going to release because it's going to keep creating more and more of that. Yeah. You know, this always to me is like, again, it's, it's the universe is going to reflect back what you put out. And again, it's what you put yep. out is what you get back. So it's like that story of the, the little elephants, you know, in the, the zoo, they tie him to the post with a rope and the little elephant pulls against it, pulls against it for hours and days. And finally he just gives up and he realizes like, I can't move. But then that little elephant grows into a great big elephant. And at any point in time, the big elephant could just rip that stake out of the ground, run through the tent and through the fence, knock a couple cars out of the way and sprint down the middle of the city. And nobody could stop it. But because of the mental conditioning, the societal conditioning, those conditionings, that elephant will not move because it believes in its mind that it's powerless and it cannot move that stake. And that's, I think, what you're helping women to do is to just shine the light on the truth that they're not bound to a certain way and that they have complete control and they're completely powerful and they can rip that stake out of the ground, run through the tent, run through the fence and sprint, sprint down the street and, um, and heal themselves. Yeah, and that, that's what I want people to know. And I love that story. That's beautiful because it truly describes it. Mm -hmm. So can you, um, well, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. And then I want to get a couple stories of some people you've helped. Um, and then we'll talk a little, bit about, a little bit about your business when we come right back. So guys, we'll see you in just a few minutes. We'll be right back. When I wake up in the morning... I ask myself, how am I going to nourish myself today? That's where Green 85 has made that an easy task. Packed full with nutrient-dense quality ingredients, it ensures me that I'm starting my day off right. Green 85. To get this product and our other amazing products, go to chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. Okay, Health Heroes, Tim James here. We're back with Carolee Schloth. She's healed herself of breast cancer, um, the goddess way. 
and she's helping lots of other people. So Carolee, um, I'd really like you to get in now to maybe just sharing some stories of a one or two or three, you know, impactful stories of some women that you've helped already, which is still blowing my mind because you're only two years into this journey and you have, I mean, you just move fast. You've, you've transformed, you know, your business into helping people doing this, 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 this mission type work. So, um, yeah, let's just tell us uh, your favorite stories of healing with other people you work with. Well, one I actually have is in cancer, um, because you know, it's all diseases sure. comes from the same place. Right. So it was just a, just a few months ago, a very young boy, I would say in his twenties came with psoriasis all over his skin all over 80% of his body was covered in psoriasis and it was really scary looking and he was really scared and his father referred him to me um, from the breath and we dove into it and got down to the deep fears that were causing this you know the emotions that were there we got to that and it was all about when it, the childhood was a lot of um, addiction and instability with the parents. And so there was all this fear going on. So we, we dealt with that. But I could see in his blood that he had parasites all over the place and that he had also um, a lot of um, like yeast and so forth too. And so I, he went to Karen that we talked about earlier so that she could look in his blood. And sure enough, she verified all of that. She said, yes. And so he got on some of, um, he got on two feathers as well as some of your products. And he came back for another healing because she saw cords in his cells, cords, little cords running through his cells. And cording is energy that attaches us to other humans um, usually. And so he came back and we went in and we released all that energy also. And then Karen took the blood and the cords were gone. So that was really cool to be able to like see that the apps, that these emotions and these energies really do affect the physical body. And he just sent me pictures this week and it's almost all gone. His skin is like all back to normal. He looks like a normal man. He had these sores all over his face and arms and chest and back. Like it was mm. awful looking and he felt horrible. And now he said, and not only did it heal him physically, but it launched his spiritual journey. And he's like breathing every day now and he's meditating and he's going to move back to Hawaii. He had come to the States and he knows that that's really where he needs to be. And he said his internal guidance has actually gotten really strong. So all that is really super exciting yeah. to me to see that it's really a disease. It doesn't have to be just cancer. Yeah, that's awesome. What a great story. And what a, a, a different path this young man's going to have in his life now. Now, not that he didn't have a girlfriend, but if he didn't, it's probably easier to get one when you don't have sores. On she, um, she came for healing like a couple of days later because of what happened to him. She wanted, you know, to talk about what was going on. With oh, she, he did have a girlfriend. Yeah, fiance. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, those the wedding pictures will be a lot nicer now. They won't have to do as much touch. Yeah, they won't have to be hiding. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, so with the breast cancer, yeah. So people will come and the biggest thing that shifts for the women is, is shifting that fear, that belief that cancer is, doesn't have to kill me and that I don't have to suffer. I don't have to chop my breasts off. I don't have to get chemo. I don't have to get radiation. I can take herbs and so forth. And so once that's established, then what I'm finding with my clients is they just start doing the protocols that matter for them. And their numbers just start moving down. Yeah. So it's just very cool. And even yeah. um, even 
other people that I run into that I may not even work with, but they'll tell me stories and they'll say, my aunt healed her cancer just by drinking carrot juice every day. That's all she did. She healed from stage four cancer. And I just smile inside because it's, you can, you can heal with just a few little changes. Um, but so imagine the changes when you make all these big changes, like, you know, cause you did it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah it's almost like you, you, all, you take the emotional baggage, all the scarring and the, the negative packaging around all that and you add it into the standard American diet and electromagnetic frequencies and Wi-Fi and computers and stress. And it's just a toxic soup. And it's like, it makes total sense that everybody's getting cancer. Right. But knowing that you can just take a step away from it, look at it, understand it, and then choose a different path and avoid that stuff. Reframe your past. What blows my mind is like, it shouldn't blow my mind anymore, but you know, um, I was listening to Dr. Shiva. I don't know if you've, know him as Dr. Shiva Ayadura. He's running for, um, for Senate for the state of Massachusetts right now. And he, his, his grandmother, he grew up very poor in India. He was looked down as like, uh, they called him untouchables. Like they were lower class people in the city. And then, so he was, you know, that was really total like racism type stuff there. But out in the country, uh, his grandparents were very poor and they worked in his grandpa. I said he worked until the field 16, 18 hours a day until he was like 92 in the last year or so, he was spitting up blood, working hard. He said his grandfather was just ripped, shredded with muscles. But his grandma was the village healer. And she would work out in those fields six days a week. And then one day a week, she would heal people. And people would come in, and she would heal them with herbs, right? She would heal some of them with massage, some of them with prayer, and touch, and you know, hugs and stuff like that. So um, in a combination of those things. So it's really interesting to me because a lot of people, again, think this type of stuff is woo-woo, but I've been around this stuff so much. And I'm telling you guys that are listening that it's freaking real, okay? And because I was one of the people that was like, couldn't believe any of that stuff, whatever. That's just, pff, that's stupid. I was completely in the dark. And I've had personal experience, healing experiences multiple times with myself and with hundreds of clients now and other people like you that I've talked to that I know are not BSing me. And it's the real deal. And what's cool about it is unfortunately it's not believing is seeing. Most people have to be seeing is believing. And that's where we got to flip that. And what's cool is like with that young man, you, you just, I mean, did you just talk to him over the phone or Skype or how did you communicate with them. Yeah, just over the phone because I have my client lay down in bed with earbuds in and close their eyes so that they can go internal. So we're usually doing it on a like a conference call that we can record so that they can go back and really hear what their self said to them and write down the tools and do what you were told to do if you want to. Yeah, so this is, see, the old Tim would have said, how is that possible? How could you be on a phone and then you could tell that somebody has parasites in their blood? But then you go to nurse Karen and she tests the blood and there's full of parasites, right? So that one's seeing is believing. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it, to, to a lot yeah. of people that doesn't, they're like, they don't, they don't believe that kind of stuff. And I'm telling people like, look, that's true. It's happening. In fact, Dr. Clement said that they, there was, um, they took um, somebody in like the United States and then over in China, they had somebody that um, had like um, some type of a, um, they hooked them up to a machine to test the immune system. And then they sat and they, they prayed and meditated for them through the phone over to China. And then literally their immune system went, was going up as the prayer and the meditation was happening, like on the phone. 
And this was like, these were tests that people are, are been doing for years. This stuff's been going along a long time, but you don't hear about it in like mainstream media and people aren't really talking about it for some reason. But to me, it's all energy. It's all frequency. We're all connected at some level. Um, God, he, she, it, whatever you want to call it. And you've just learned how to tap into that, that divine nature. And that's how you healed yourself, not just on a physical plane, but on a spiritual, emotional plane too. So you can, you know, really thrive and, you know, you're grateful every day. I mean, you said you, 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 you set an intention every day for divine health and divine success. How's that been working for you? It's great. All fun things keep happening. It makes me laugh. And my daughters um, always crack up. They go, mom, look at how you say it. And then it starts happening. But that's because you keep being clear. You keep healing yourself on all levels and you believe. And like you were saying, Tim, it's really quantum physics and science is starting to prove all this woo woo stuff and how real it is. Mm -hmm. And so that's exciting for all of us now too. Um, but you just believe and you just keep moving forward. And I always end my day in gratitude. When I get in bed and I'm, you know, getting ready to fall asleep, I go back in my mind through my day and I thank for all of it. You know, even parts you didn't like, like the dog getting out and having to chase it through the woods for an hour. It's okay. You're grateful. You got your hike in. Yeah, totally. Totally. I was actually taking notes when you were going through the stuff. Um, I'm actually going to start, I uh, add a couple things. I always learn from people. And what I learned from you is like, I like setting the intentions. Um, I've had somebody else talk about setting intentions and, you know, I'd set a few intentions, but I really like the, you know, divine health and divine success that really is resonating with me. So that's really cool. So yeah, when, you awesome. use word, when you use the word divine, it takes it off this, um, lower physical level and makes it, um, all everything. And so that's why we use that word. Because you could say health and it would just be health, physical health. But now it's going to be all health. It's going to be yeah. all success, yeah. not just all. monetary success. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, the monetary, because a lot of people on this planet basically think that the only form of success is money. And unfortunately, when they do that, they're locking and closing off all the other forms of abundance that could come to them, be it health and relationships and career and, you know, fulfillment and finances, you know, aren't just the only thing. So that's, that's, that's great. Divine covers all that. So I always learn things. So what, so your business now, um, I did want to talk to you um, about, and then we'll get wrapped up here. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, your, your radio show? You have a co-host. So yes, my co-host Joy and I, we have a, uh, a guest usually comes on and does a meditation. You're going to be doing that in a couple of weeks. Cool. Uh, short meditation talk about themselves and what they do healing wise. And the meditation, we do it because it connects all of us consciously. So that's how we start off the show. And then we have three callers who call in and Julia and I read their bodies, their energy fields. And it's very fun. It's very woo woo-y. So if you're not into that, you know, but what happens is, you begin to feel it and that's how it lets you know it's real. People start crying and people tell me their hairs rise on their arms. People tell me they're feeling it move, things moving through their body. So it's, um, it's very tangible, fun and it's real. And people heal, they heal themselves from what's happening there. And even you as the listener, even if you didn't call in and you're listening to it, you're getting the energies from the radio show. So we've been doing it now for, I think, maybe three years, two years, I'm not sure. We have about 140 um, episodes in our archives. Um, so there's a lot in there that can help people. So 
it's fun. Monday night, seven o'clock, we're live on the BBM Global Network. Okay, it's and it's a call to heal? A call to heal. If you Google it, it's what comes up. It'll pop right up, a call to okay. heal. Okay, a call to heal. That's great. Well, um, yeah, I just, you just brought that up. I forgot um, you guys had chatted with my assistant, Stephanie, and I'm really looking forward to coming on and doing the meditation stuff. That's going to be fun. We have. Um, it is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm like. Hear about your product. Well, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, you know, for me, it's like I'm these ebbs and flows and I, I, I'm always on a journey. And like, for me, I'm always trying to like, what's next? How can I improve myself? What can I experiment? Like, I'm starting up again. I did this once and now I'm going to follow through with what I said I'm going to do. So the universe will reflect back, but I'm going to start doing uh, my liver gallbladder flush every single month until all the stones are out. So instead of using apple juice this time, I went and I just got these pure malic acid crystals. You know, this softens up. Have you done a liver gallbladder flush before? Yeah, I did it in that January when I set my divine health intention before I knew I had cancer. And I didn't find it very fun. <laughs> All that was coming out. It hurt. Yeah. 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 When I first did it, I'd been pretty clean for a long time. You're, you're supposed to pass these stones out, right? And then in the morning I had like, boop, boop, like three little stones came out and I'm like, Oh, my liver's super clean. Ha ha ha. And then like 30 minutes later, I was like, Oh, and I went to the bathroom and like, there's like 150 stones came out. Then yeah. a little bit later, another hundred came out and I was like, Oh shoot. I wasn't. And this is me like, I ate like a freaking like super, I mean, when people say, oh, I eat pretty healthy, you know, like I was eating pretty much raw living food diet. I'm growing 70% of my food, 80% of my food. Um, you know, it was pretty intense lifestyle because my friend had cancer. So we went, we went like that. But, um, you know, it just goes to show that the, there's a lot of work to do. You know, I was on the standard American diet for 37 years and you can't expect to just, you know, take a pill and tomorrow you're better or, you know eat a cucumber and that you're good to go. Or it's like somebody saying, I'm going to go exercise today and I'm healthy. I'll be fit for the rest of my life. You know, it just, it doesn't make sense. Yes. And it's like you said, it's 37 years that that's all in there. Yeah. Or maybe multiple lifetimes in there. From what yeah, you're... there we go. <laughs> Who knows? The lifetime thing is about energy and it's energy that's in your bodies. That's mm -hmm. what that connection is. Okay. And then whatever, us in this physical reality wow that's really cool so um you were basically living you know the standard american dream as they called it you got the big house you had all the stuff you end up not being fulfilled you contract cancer you go down this spiritual path a healthy path you heal yourself and then you felt so motivated about all this that you just started helping other people do the same thing and um, you know, I just see you as a, as a just another healer. You're a, you're a healer. You're really healing people. And a lot of it's just letting, helping people to get out of their own way so that they can heal, not believe in all the crap that they're fed through newspapers and medias and in the broken medical system. And again, I always say I love doctors I, I, and I, the nurses out there. I know they're good, hardworking people, but they are in a broken system. When it comes to crisis care, they're freaking awesome. Okay. If I get in a car accident, I want them there to help me. That's what the whole Western model was built on was in wartime under crisis care. But for, you know, overall long-term health, I mean, they don't even study nutrition in medical school or teach them that. And that it's all because the pharmaceutical companies are not teaching them that they want them to hand out a pill for the, for the answer. And the answer is not 
um, a synthetic pill. And it's never going to be. And if you want to look at it at a biochemical level, those are acid-based products and your body is carbon-based and those two just never work. What you recommend to people is all carbon-based and love and, and, um, and, you know, and all the spiritual stuff to go along with it. That's probably the most important. It's, it's everything. And that was the message I got for myself. It said, yeah, you can heal it physically, but do it all so that it doesn't come back so that you do, you know, keep evolving. Yeah. So, if you don't mind my asking, I know it's taboo, but maybe you're enlightened. So how old are you? 60. 60. Wow. You look great. For those of you listening, um, you have to go watch on YouTube. Um, her skin looks pretty darn good. looks amazing. You have really nice skin. I'm right now. That's what you're saying because I was out weeding. <laughs> oh, you're out weeding? Okay. But your hair looks good. You look natural. You look healthy. You don't look 60 at all. And, you know, for those of you that are just want to be, you know, just maybe you start your health journey off wanting to lose five pounds or wanting to look younger. Maybe you got some vanity, you know, when it just you're a little vain, then why not do this? I mean, do you, I mean, have you, you can speak to this, Carolee. Do you look younger now than you did a few years ago? Yeah. Um, because I'm lighter. So when you're lighter, you're more useful. So yeah. 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 And I don't feel like I'm 60. I forget that I'm 60, but it's my age. <laughs> yeah. I know it's beautiful. And I'm so grateful that I got to come on here and talk with you and discover your products. Cause I know they're going to help a lot of people cause they're clean and they're effective and it's what we need. So thank you for being you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you for you being so much. out there helping everybody. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. All right. So that, that'll uh, wrap it up. I want to thank everybody um, from listening all over the world. We've got, um, I'm just pulling up my list here because we had um, more people we've, we, and we have people from the United States. Uh, if we haven't thanked you lately, thank you so much to folks from Canada, Mexico, Peru, Brazil, thank you, Caribbean, UK, Ireland, Germany, Netherlands, France, Italy, Spain, Portugal, Romania, Czech Republic, Slovenia, Croatia, Nigeria, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Iran, Israel, Kuwait, Australia, New Zealand, and there's, there's a few more. But I just want to thank everybody listening all over the world to this podcast please subscribe and also share the podcast if you like it. And um, we will always, uh, we're going to just keep doing our best to bring uh, great content and great people like Carolee to you so you can get inspired to do what our motto is over here. And that's how we're going to end. Change yourself, change your world. And we will see you guys all again real soon. Thanks for listening again to the Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself your world and we'll see you again on the next episode talk to you soon you have just listened to the health hero show with tim james <laughs>